Come on, Maya. All right, come on. You ready to go get the ball? Go get it, Maya. <laughs> Isn't it great? I can stand out here in my front yard and I can play ball with my beautiful dog, Maya. Something I couldn't do years ago. And it really sucked. And I know it sucks for you too. You want to play. You want to get outside. You want to do things. You want to go places. But you can't because you feel like crap. And your body hurts. And you don't want to get out of bed. And you're you're just exhausted. And you've had enough. Absolutely enough. So you got on the internet and you're like, hey, which food plan should I follow? Should I do paleo or should I do keto or vegetarian or carnivore? That's the latest one. (laughs) And you don't know which one to do. And you don't know which of the foods you're eating might be making you sick and you don't know what else to do besides that. So you wander down the aisleways of the grocery store or the health food store aimlessly. I remember the first time I went into the health food store and I thought, this is like... This is a complete uh, unknown for me. I don't know what to buy. I don't know what's better for me and what's not better for me. I don't know what is going to help me get better. And boy, when I walked on the supplement aisles, I was like, well, there are 40 choices of digestive enzymes and there are 50 choices of probiotics. And I just don't know what to buy. So I buy the cheapest one or I buy the one with the label, the color stands out to me or whatever. However you buy those. But you're just guessing at that point in time. So you spend hundreds of dollars on stuff and you realize, I don't know that I feel any better. And you think, wow, this really doesn't work. The reality is it does work, but it has to be targeted and specific for you. It has to match what your body wants. That's it. So how do you know what that is? Not everybody has access to a naturopath or a chiropractor who muscle tests. So you need to learn muscle testing on your own. So I've recorded a basic muscle testing video. Uh, It's a really quick 30 minutes and you're going to have a lot of fun with it. It's going to let you ask your body all kinds of amazing questions. And when you're done with that, you're going to want to know the next questions that you can ask because there's lots of those. So you go into the intermediate course, which is just $77. That's not much at all. You are going to waste more than that on supplements your first trip to the health food store. I promise you that. I had a cabinet full of supplements I ended up tossing in the trash because I didn't know at the time they weren't right for me. So just $77 and you get the intermediate course. And it is going to blow your mind all the cool things you can do to design your very own health program. It gives you a chance to have control and to know what you're doing. So hop over to defygravity.thinkific.com and take advantage of this amazing muscle testing course. It's super easy to do. It's not going to take you long to learn it. And it is going to be a lifetime's worth of help for you. Please send us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Hope to hear back from you soon. Happy muscle testing. Hello, this is Juliana Sauber, Heart Home Health Podcast. I am so excited to do my first podcast with you. And I <laughs> I went through the list of like all my podcast topics and thought, what am I going to talk about? And then I thought, you know what, I should just probably start by introducing myself to you. So let's start with, um, I was born in Indiana. I live in Michigan now. 
and I've lived in Michigan most of my life. I have um, a wonderful mother and father and a brother who lives in Chicago. I am have been married for 22 years, and um, we have two boys who are uh, growing up quickly, and uh, they are an exciting part of our life journey. Uh, they're also a big part of how I got to where I'm at today. And they have taught me so many lessons and allowed me to learn so many great things and to grow um, that I'm very thankful that, that I was loaned to them for this lifetime. Um, I started, uh, I probably followed a pretty normal path. I mean, I went, to, I went through school and then I went to college and I got a business degree. And, um, I went off and got a job first with Ford Motor Company. Well, I was started with Kirsch Corporation, then Ford Motor Company. Um, and then I went to a couple other companies and, uh, I was very dedicated to what I did. I really wanted to succeed and, uh, climb the ladder and do wonderful things. So I worked really hard and I probably averaged I would say I averaged 60 hour work weeks and then I pushed myself even further beyond that. So I started to deal with things like kidney infections and I had a lot of fatigue and, um, you know, we weren't taking care of ourselves. We were eating pretty much the standard American diet in excess. Uh, we would go out with our friends on the weekends and have a few drinks and um, when something cropped up and I didn't feel good, I'd go to the doctor and they would recommend a couple of things that might, you know, allow it to subside for a little bit. And I've never really been a fan of medications. So when my doctor first said to me, you have high cholesterol, uh, I was going to a DO at the time and I said, huh, that's interesting. How do I take care of that? And he said, well, you can eat differently. And I went home all gung-ho. I was going to change my diet. I was going to do all these great things. And I researched all these healthy diets. And then I didn't change. I did do some things that kind of helped bring that in control. Um, and I just kept moving forward. First pregnancy was difficult. Lots of uh, sugar challenges. He was um, 11 pounds, 6 ounces when he was born. <laughs> um... And it was all inflammation because within 30 days, he and I were on the normal scales, if you will, um, and back down to, you know, I was back down to pretty much pre-pregnancy weight. And um, he was, uh, he spit up a lot. He didn't like the formulas we were giving him. Um, and so I did change formulas a couple of times and um, he didn't grow very fast, he was undersized in uh, less than less than 18 months. He was under the growth chart. But we kept moving forward because I wasn't going to put him on any medications. So then our second son comes along. And he was 8 pounds, 4 ounces and healthy and no big deal. And um, it was a much better pregnancy. But I had also switched jobs at that point in time. I'd gone from manufacturing into the office so I had much less stress and I was working fewer hours and I was probably eating a little bit better um, as a result of not as much stress. I wasn't getting as much sugar. My sleep schedule was a little more normalized. 
I didn't know what any of that meant. And then I was diagnosed with uterine fibroids um, that kept growing and growing and growing. They actually found them when I was pregnant with Liam, our youngest, and um, they kept growing despite whatever interventions we did. I had an embolization uh, to try to stop their growth. We did try some medications, which made, oh, my symptoms so much worse. Um, I did a myomectomy and um, then finally a partial hysterectomy because none of those interventions helped. By this point in time, I had started to think more about a healthy lifestyle uh, and was starting to do some things. So uh, our oldest would go to bed fine and then wake up and sneeze 50 or 75 times. And he was miserable, the poor kid. I just felt so bad for him. And our youngest had retained fluid in his ears. Um, none of what we tried worked. We had multiple rounds of antibiotics. Um etc. So I finally in desperation posted, does anybody know a good allergist? Because my son's nose is driving me crazy. And my friend recommended an acupuncturist. And I, I thought to myself, okay, well, I don't know that an allergist is going to help us because the allergy medications we'd tried so far didn't change the symptoms at all. So we went to the acupuncturist and to help him feel more comfortable. I went and had an evaluation as well because I had been dealing with a variety of challenges. I have had a headache since I remember my first headache at age 12. Um, it was a door closed in the dark, no noise, kind of migraine. Um, and then I had sinus headaches and tension headaches and, and different reasons for my head to pound and throb. I, at that point in time, had almost a completely frozen right shoulder. I could barely lift my arm above my shoulder. And um, lots of fatigue. And I don't mean like I got home at the end of the day and I was tired. I mean, I was tired. I'd sleep for a little bit, make dinner, eat, fall asleep in front of the TV, go to bed, wake up in the morning exhausted, drive to work, work all day long, drive home. And my exhaustion was so bad that I would fall asleep at stoplights. If I got stopped by a red light, I would fall asleep. And driving home was not, I'm embarrassed to say that it was probably not the safest thing for me to be doing. So I had gained a bunch of weight. I felt terrible. My digestion was off. <laughs> I just had a lot going on. Everything hurt. My body physically just hurt. And stiffness, I would wake up in the morning and I was afraid to come down the stairs because my body was so incredibly stiff and it would take me a good hour for it to loosen up, you know, a nice hot shower, uh, drink of water. And, um, and of course I would grab my Coke from McDonald's on my way to work. <laughs> um, and that was how I got my day started because I've never been a coffee drinker. So I had been to the medical doctor and they had pulled blood tests and said, we can't find anything wrong. Everything's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. I feel awful. I feel like I'm 80 years old and I don't want to feel this way anymore. And based on our experiences with Liam and his ear challenges, I had had a recognition that finding root cause and getting to why is not the objective of modern medicine. Because when I asked them, why does Liam keep getting fluid on his ears? The physician's assistant that was seeing us looked at me like I had two heads on my body. It was not a question that they knew how to answer. The 
ENT came in, she had had a lot of experience and looked in his nose and said, looks like he has allergies. And I said, but why didn't we look at that in the first place? And she said, that's just not what we do. So I knew I wasn't going to get to root cause that way. And I'd been taught in manufacturing that if a machine keeps breaking down, you don't just let it, you don't, you know, you don't just get it back up and running and then wait for it to break down again. You figure out why it's breaking down and you fix the problem. So applying that same sort of methodology that had been hammered into my brain for almost 20 years, I said, okay, let's get to the why. Why does he keep getting fluid on his ears? Why does Alex keep sneezing? Why do I keep feeling like garbage? <laughs> so we started with the acupuncture. It was Alex and I that started first. And she said to us, among other things, you guys have an issue with gluten. Alex's issue is also with corn and you have an issue with dairy, tomatoes and onions. And I was like, but tomatoes and onions are healthy. And I thought milk was good for us. So I came home from that appointment and my husband was making dinner. I think he had gotten us KFC for dinner, actually. I think we were going to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken because we did that once a week. <laughs> it was one of our favorite sort of once a week meals. And he knew I was going to be late. So he's like, I'm just grab a bucket of chicken and I'll meet you at home. So we get home and I said to him, well, Alex and I are going gluten-free, and he says, what does that mean? And I said, I think it has something to do with bread. I'm not sure. So me being a researcher, I hop right on my computer, and I Google what is gluten, and it led me down the rabbit hole. But it wasn't just about gluten. It wasn't just about bread. It was genetically modified foods and the chemicals that they spray on our foods and chemicals they put into our foods to preserve them, to color them, to flavor them. Um, and it became this... I'll call it almost an obsession to know what was in my food and to eliminate as much of that as possible. So I went through, I remember the first time I went to the grocery store that time, it was three hours. And literally it was skip that nutrition panel because that's mostly fiction and marketing anyway and go straight to the ingredients. And if I couldn't know, if I didn't know what that ingredient was, I was going to go home and Google that ingredient. So I didn't know a lot about modified food starch. And so I Googled modified food starch. Where does it come from? And I get all these like, comes from corn. It comes from genetically modified soy. It can come from monosodium glutamate. It can come from all these different places. And I went, wait a second. But why doesn't say corn food starch? Or because we were looking at gluten and corn. Well, then fast forward to taking Liam to the acupuncturist. Then um, we found out his issues were gluten, corn, and dairy. So for him, we cut the dairy out. Now, remember, I said the dairy was on my list, too. I didn't cut dairy out right at first. It took me a while to cut dairy out. But we cut dairy out of his diet. And then I started because she had a lady in her office who did something called cranial sacral. I'd never even heard of cranial sacral. But at that point in time, I, I needed to get him relief. And he was starting to lose his hearing, and I really didn't want him to lose his hearing. And I've always had this sort of knowing that the body can heal itself. I've never questioned that. It's, it seems odd to me that I look back now and, you know, if you break your leg, you don't question whether or not your leg is going to heal. If you cut your arm, you don't question whether or not your arm's going to heal. But we always question, okay, you've been diagnosed with diabetes. You have that forever. You can't get rid of it. Or you've been diagnosed with such and such. You have that forever. Rheumatoid arthritis or um, autoimmune disorders or... Um, I don't know, there's a broad variety of potential diagnoses that apparently we are going to have forever, except for a cut or a broken bone. 
which seems insane to me now that I look back at it. And it's a marketing, it's, it's brainwashing. It's, it's a ploy that is used to keep you coming back and keep you on a medication forever. So then skip forward a little bit. I wasn't happy with my career. Uh, it wasn't satisfying and fulfilling me any longer. Uh, and so I, and I recognized the stress of what I was doing was part of my illness. So I actively started cutting stress out of my life. I started prioritizing and cutting things out that didn't, ma didn't matter as much and or weren't high priority. So I had some really wonderful things that I was doing, but I recognized that, that I didn't need to be spending energy there. Someone else needed to be blessed by that. So I gave up those things. Um, I pulled away from anything that was an ego feeder. So I was on the boards of a couple of organizations and I realized that was to feed my ego, that I didn't need to be on those boards. So I disconnected from that. So I started doing all of that kind of work. And I happened to be reading Clean Eating Magazine, which I really like clean eating. It's a good magazine, lots of good recipes there. And I was reading this article about people who had transitioned to their careers um, over the age of 40. And I was creeping up onto that as it was. <laughs> Maybe I was there. I don't remember. Um, and I was reading about a woman that I had seen on one of those like cooking TV shows, like a competition called Chopped. And she's in this article and she was talking about becoming a health coach. And I thought, what the heck is a health coach? So I emailed her. Her name's Andrea Beeman. She's amazing. I emailed her and said, hey, how'd you become a health coach? She, she gave me a link to the school she went to. She was wonderful and very gracious. And I looked into the school and it was interesting as I look back now. So I signed up for their, their initial course, which is a course that challenges you to get to know yourself and begin your own healing process so that you can help others with their healing process. And it was all emotional, spiritual. Like that was, that whole course was emotional, spiritual. And I started into that and I freaked out and I wasn't ready for it. And all these emotional things started coming up and, and I, I pushed them all back down again. I'm like, this is about my physical body. I don't know what this is all about. So I didn't finish that course. I've since gone back and and brought it back up again. And I love the, the segments of it, um, and the pieces of that course, that healing course. So, uh, I started looking around, I was introduced to another school that taught about natural health. And I started my schooling with an eight day intensive. And that was 80 hours, eight days of like fire hose type core elements of natural health. Like you need to chew your food. You need to drink water. Um, you need to get rest, uh, basic herbs and uh, several other really amazing pieces. And then I immediately rolled in my course as a naturopath. So I was still working full time and still in this stressful environment and working really hard to de-stress my life and take out any unnecessary elements and, learn how to heal myself so that I could help others to heal themselves. Because what I know now is that the, the power that created us embedded us with incredible healing power, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I started my schooling and it took me longer than I wanted because I was working full time. <laughs> I was still putting in a 40 or 45 hour week and um, then focusing on my schooling as I could while raising my boys. I then was able to quit my job 
which has been a huge blessing. It was hard financially for us to do that. Um, but God carried us through and we've been provided for all along. There were some days when I was like, uh, (laughs) this needs to happen now. Um, but I was also able to take a step back and take a look at what my family needed and start to make plans for what we needed. I had done most of that while I was still working. So I don't want you to think that you have to quit your job to be able to do this work. Uh, it might take you longer. You might have to take it step by step, piece by piece. Um, I'm a, I'm a very red type personality. So I'm a driver doer. Let's get it done right now. Let's go, 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 go. And, um, if your personality is different, then, you know, your journey will be blessed in the way that you walk through it. Um, so I started my physical healing journey and I was on that journey. I did a lot of changing my diet and supplementation and, um, some cleansing, some good herbal cleansing. And then I was introduced to essential oils, which were transformative. And I'll talk more on essential oils in another podcast. They truly were transformative. My uh, journey to hormone balance was plodding along very slowly until I added essential oils to my program. And then I saw a dramatic upswing in the balance of my hormones. I'll get into that in another podcast uh, deeper. So look, uh, look out for that one. Um, so there came a point when I hit a plateau. I had started to work with a few clients and I kind of hit a plateau myself physically and actually saw myself sliding backwards a little bit. And I thought, this is weird. Like I'm not working. So my stress level's down. I'm resting more. I'm drinking more water. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting more sunshine. I'm eating better. Why am I sliding backwards? And the element of my health, health, my healing journey that I had ignored was the emotional, spiritual piece of it. So I was introduced to something called the emotion code, uh, which I've become certified in. And I use that as a tool to work with my clients. Now, uh, it's a piece of the puzzle and it can be very powerful because it introduced me to the idea that When you have trapped emotions in your body, they can lodge in certain places and cause you a physical, it can become a physical manifestation. So it can cause pain, discomfort, digestive issues. I was listening to a lady talk about, she had been diagnosed with an illness and um, they said, well, tell us about your relationships. And she said, I've been in this 20 year relationship for a long time and and, um, this person basically ignores me and I'm so desperate to reconnect with them. And they said, honey, you're physical manifestation of illness is rooted in your belief that you're invisible and you are not valued. So this was the launching and I will go back to that first course that I, that I didn't want to take at the time. This became the launching of changing my root belief structures about myself, something we call ugly truths, which I'll talk about in a future podcast. It was about uprooting the emotional trauma that I had carried forward from all the things that had happened to me in my life and that also I had inherited from my ancestors. And it is my belief that this is a piece of what's referenced to as the generational curse. That we carry forward what in scripture is referred to as the sins of the fathers. I see these as emotional traumas and there's been scientific documentation of this existence that this truly does happen. 
So I'm, I'm peeling off these layers for myself and I'm peeling off these layers for my sons and for my husband and clearing the emotional debris. And it was not an overnight process, but I just see this blossoming like a flower opening up one petal at a time, just pieces of it. And our household got calmer and my physical health improved. Uh, their physical health improves. Symptoms go down. Um, I discovered that part of what caused my son to sneeze is when he needed to write a paper for school. He would he would sneeze as soon as he sat down with a pen and paper, and he would sneeze all the way through writing it, and then he would stop sneezing after it was written, and it really did affect his cognitive ability. It's part of what I think is going on with some of our kids is because they are traumatized. And we are ignoring trauma and we are exacerbating it through um, what we see on TV, how we interact with our families, how we don't solve problems, how we don't process emotions. We stuff, 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 and we numb instead of, instead of um, processing and responding to our emotional needs. We go to numbing. So we numb with food or alcohol or cigarettes or um, bad behavior or whatever people numb with. So it has been this amazing journey. It's been quite incredible. And um, uh, let me see if I can recap a few lessons along the way. Number one is it's a journey of a thousand steps. Number two is it's as individual as your, is the nose on your face <laughs> or, you know, the name that you were given. Every piece of you is individual. Bio-individuality is what they call it. And your responses to life are not the same as the responses of your family members and your friends. And you may be trying to respond to life in the same way. And a key part of that evaluation is I can't respond to life in the same way my parents did because of so many factors that are different. So I need to create a response to life and restructure things to meet where my heart is at and what my needs are. So, um, that is all part of this journey. Um, number three, the human body has the unbelievably powerful ability to heal itself, your body, your cells, your atoms, your, your, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, your photons and your phonons are linked with the universe with God, with whatever your belief system is, they are linked inextricably. And all of the knowledge and data that you need in order to heal yourself is available to you. All that power is available to you. Your key is to get the crap out of the way, get, clear the interference. It's no different than if you wanted to paint a bedroom in your house, but it was full of boxes. You have to clear those boxes to paint that bedroom. Okay. So clearing out the debris is a big piece of it. Um, fourth thing is physical, emotional, spiritual. You can't untie the three. If you're not a spiritual person, there are ways to address this that is, that is not in a religious context or an overly spiritual context so that it's comfortable for you. But understand that there is this universal energy that links us together um, it's been discovered by quantum physicists. They have proven it over and over and over again. Um, it was theorized by Einstein over a hundred years ago and has been proven by Max Planck 
and about a hundred other amazing physicists who have shown this entanglement, this interconnectedness of all of us. And that's part of the reason why this disconnection we've got with our neighbors and our community is so, I'm going to use the word harmful to us. It's detrimental to us. So we must connect back into community, but we must do so with our healthy self. Uh, and I'm not saying you don't connect now. What I'm saying is connect with people that encourage your growth and your healing. Um, so today, where am I at today? Alex actually had a sneezy day yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to bring him in first because he really in this, he was the, he was the one that launched our rocket. Um, because as a mom, I looked at him and I said, he needs me before I need to worry about myself. I now know that I need to worry. I need to take care of all of us, myself included. So he had a sneezy day yesterday and I said to him, did you have some stress this weekend? And he said, yeah, I was mad because such and such didn't happen. And I said, did you eat out? And he said, yeah, I ate out with my friends. So he had this combination of stress and then he ate something that wasn't good for him and now he's sneezing. So we know how to address it and within a day, it's gone. He was a little sniffly this morning, some couple of remnants, but not uncomfortable. Um, and we can move quickly through it. Uh, and he knows better each time <laughs> how to manage it. So it doesn't come on as readily and it goes away much faster. Liam is great. Um... His hearing is fantastic. We've done some amazing things to restore his hearing. He continues to get corneal sacral because it helps his nervous system balance out. And um, he is, you know, finding his own way and his own path. And he's just amazing. I love these two boys. Love them with all my heart. My husband is doing amazingly well. He does a very physical job. And if he just stayed on the trajectory he was on, I don't think he'd be able to do his job today. Today, he's doing great. He's very strong. Yes, there's room for improvement. Yes, there are things for us to do. Uh, there's always that. <laughs> this is not, you know, this journey ends when I leave this body. <laughs> so, um, and, and for me, my hormones are balanced. My physical body is really good. I am in another detox regimen because my body tends to hold on to toxins. I've found this out along the way. So I have to actively detoxify my body. It's, what the, it's what's called a genetic polymorphism. Uh, and it's a, it's a function of environmental inputs that changed my genetic output. Newsflash, genes can be switched back on or, or switched in the other direction. So I don't want you to think that's a permanent thing. But for me, it's a matter of I have to, you know, do the work to help my body clear the toxins that I've accumulated. I know now that I'm clearing things that I accumulated when I was a young person. Um, so I have gone, because our bodies heal in reverse, I have gone through clearing the accumulations of my lifetime. I'm now basically clearing vaccination injury or vaccination toxins. So that has been an amazing journey. Um, it's, it's challenging some days, but I can tell you that we're building a house right now and I am physically working six, seven, eight hour days on my feet, up and down ladders, up and down the stairs, running electrical, 
Um, I'll be helping to, the, to paint and lay flooring and put cabinet. All of those things that I physically would not have been able to do 10 years ago. Not even five years ago I would have been had the physical endurance to do what I'm doing to build this house and then landscape it and move in because this is our forever home. This is our, this is our dream home. But I would not have been able to do that physically if I had not put the effort into that. And that to me is such a reward for the effort. And then as I prepare for the next phase of life, whatever that is, I am, I am all ready to go. I got my, my training wheels off. I got my roller skates on and I'm ready to fly. So I hope that you'll fly with me. I do work with people. I, I love to consult with people. I also do a lot of sound healing and energy work. That helps us to move the energy of these, this emotional, spiritual baggage that we've got, the things that are slowing us down or, or tying us up. It helps to move that much more quickly. If you're in our area, we are doing, we're starting to do retreats and day-long learnings and all kinds of amazing things. So I would invite you to connect with me. You can find me at wholebodyrenewalcenter.com or Whole Body Renewal on Facebook. And I will be there a little bit longer. Um, uh, Facebook is doing some things I'm really not happy about. So I don't know that I'm going to stay on Facebook. But please connect now. And if I decide to move, you'll know where I'm moving to. Um, what else can I tell you? Please subscribe to this podcast. Please come back. I'm interviewing amazing people. I'm bringing on board lots of good information for you. My whole objective is to give you information so that you can build a lifestyle that frees you. This isn't about me. This is about you and about freeing you so that you can achieve what your life's purpose is. You can be the best for your family, your friends.